0: Hello and welcome to the Unmissables podcast, your weekly trawl through the world of popular culture, mainly television, with me, Boyd Hilton, and my glorious colleagues, Stephanie Seelan. Hello. And Kay Ribeiro. Hiya. This week, it's, we're calling it our Christmas special, ding ding, which means we're going to preview some of the biggest and best shows coming up over the Christmas period, Christmas week of television, and we're also going to pick out um, some of other highlights that we're just looking forward to that you might not have even seen yet. Rather than the traditional opener where we go, oh, this is what we've been watching, blah, 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 and we witter on in a highly entertaining and amusing manner, we're going to focus on what we're really excited about because this, let's face it, is the biggest week of TV of the year.
1: Absolutely. Can we also put into context that we're all wearing our Christmas jumpers?
2: So well, all boys wearing a Christmas T-shirt. I'm wearing a Christmas
0: Supreme T-shirt, which is it's very rude. It's a bit rude. obscene. Ap- it's Apologia. It's Apples. very rude. It is rude, sorry. It's Skellington's... Um, Cavorting. Cavorting. Thing. It's
2: very yeah. I don't well, like That's it. why I was wearing
0: my Supreme hoodie over the top, but I had yeah. to take off because we record this in the hottest room <laughs> in the known universe. It's so hot. The specific meats that we're going to review big time, any second now, includes Rat Burger on Sky One on Christmas Eve, The Miniaturist on BBC One on Boxing Day, and Black Mirror, yes, the whole new series drops on the 28th of December, whatever day of the week that is, God only knows. Um, And we're going to also pick shows each, as I said, for Christmas. Let's get on with it. I mean, why mess about?
1: Get straight to the meat. Do you know what this is? Get straight to the turkey. Exactly. Oh,
2: festive meat. Leg or breast? Always, always Breast. No, always something, Some a nut roast for me, a nut roast. Of course. Get straight to a the point. A bit of nerky. Roast. Yeah, a little bit of nerky.
0: Um, let's <laughs> or tofurky. Start. tofurky. 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 Yes. Mm. Let's start with one of two adaptations, this festive period, of David Williams' children's novels. And he is, um, as you know, the world's most popular children's author Hold these on. days.
2: Wait a minute. No, because I've, I've just written down two facts that I would like to share about Go David ahead. Williams. Okay. David Williams has sold 22 million of his books worldwide, and he is the most successful children's author of this decade. Yeah. I was going to say, because Roald Dahl, where,
0: well, you know... Uh, right now, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's the new Roald Dahl. He's Roald Dahl. He really is. Reincarnate. Yeah. So on, um, in the, on New Year's Day, I believe, Grandpa's Great Escape is going to be on the BBC oh, okay. One, which is excellent. I've seen that. But we're going to focus on um, Sky One. So look, these have been on the BBC every year for about the last four or five years, I think. Oh, have they? There's been an adaptation of a David Williams children's book. But Sky One's got in on the act, and they've got Rat Burger. This is Rat Burger. It's on Christmas Eve at six o'clock. And it stars David as um, the key figure in the thing of this guy, Bert, who runs the Burger Van. If you've read the book, he's a greasy, nasty No, he's
1: not a good guy. Not
0: a good guy um it's all Sheridan Smith David's real friend in real life is in it as a stepmother to this lovely little girl and she's not very nice either the lovely girl Zoe is played by Talia Barnett who's very good I think and her dad is played by Mark Benton and that's about it isn't it oh and Ben Bailey Smith is in it we should mention as this kind of like celebrity chef figure who's very funny I think had you read this book you could you give you give David's books to your various nieces yeah do
1: you know what I'm I've basically established myself as best auntie um, ever because every Christmas when we are lucky enough to shoot David for our Stars Dress Up Christmas Double Issue, I get his new book for my nieces and I ask him to sign it and he does and they're absolutely over the moon, complete thrill. So yeah, they've read a lot of the books. I've read quite a few with them as well. I don't think I've actually read Rat Burger, oh, okay. but I know they have.
2: Um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so the story yeah, is... Yeah, that's y- what I was
2: going to say. Should we y- say what the story... Yeah,
0: okay, Stephen Selam.
2: So, right, the story is... Poor little girl. She's got this terrible... Step. Her mummy died and she's living with her dad, who is lovely. She's got this awful stepmother, as we've said, sh- played by Sheridan Smith. She's been slightly bullied at school um, by a girl who lives next door to her. Yeah. Um, and she's got like a best friend. But the big thing is there's a... she. Her dad buys her um, a hamster, okay? And very early on, this is the premise, okay? It's not a spoiler. The hamster... Goes to that Snuffs big it. hamster wheel in the sky. No, okay. Goes to that big oh, yeah. hamster wheel oh. in the sky. Still alive, sure. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it turns out that that there's been something, something's gone on there. The hamster's gone, okay? <laughs> and then she finds that she, she puts some music on to remind reminder of her mum and she finds that there is a rat in her bedroom, but not just any rat. Mm-mm. This rat is a dancing to Beyonce rat. This rat loves to dance, okay? Which is obviously amazing miraculously there is a talent show at school and she decides that she's going to enter the talent show with her rat however lots of people are going to try and get in her way mm-hmm. and entertainment yep. ensues
0: you, you, you know what you've done you've summed it up
2: I've done a sum up it's a sum up
0: it's a sum up pretty effectively yeah um, so what do we think I mean I, you're a big Roald Dahl fan yeah. you've compared David to Roald Dahl um, I think this is, when I read, th- I read this book, and I thought, oh, it's, it's Darlian. Yeah, mm. you know, there's definitely, like, elements to it. But you've also got David's very specific sense of humour. It's very cheeky and irreverent, you know, um, and um, kind of no holds barred in a way. Like, he doesn't, you know, kind of politically incorrect sometimes, you know, you yeah. think he doesn't... Like it doesn't, Dahl. Yeah, right, like Dahl, yeah. So what did you think, Kay?
1: Yeah, I think you're right. It's completely Darlian. Like, because Dahl used to have those really hideous, odious figures that would actually be quite terrifying for children. And we have to say, David plays a man who... Grinds up animals to yes. put in burgers, yes. rat burgers. Um, so, you know, it's kind of like the stuff of nightmares. But I, for me, the complete highlights are D- David and Sheridan. Because Sheridan, Sheridan is one of the greatest, misses. like, I think she's one of the greatest um, character actors we have mm. in the country. And she's really perfectly cast as this disgusting slob of a stepmother who is horrendous to um, Zoe. Is it her character's name, Zoe? Yeah, yeah. Zoe. Um, and yeah, I think Sheridan completely is amazing in this.
0: She's brilliant, absolutely brilliant, yeah. yeah.
2: I think, again, I mean, David Williams is also one of the greatest character actors we have, and I just love him in this. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And I thought it must be so hard to kind of have written this book, and yeah. then, like, I, I, just, I don't know how he manages to embody this character I know that sounds weird because he's written it but it just it, he embodies it as if he didn't write it do you know what I mean he mm. completely wholeheartedly takes this, this character on and he's, um, he's amazing he's in the, it but he's the best person for the role because I can't imagine yeah, who but, else will play but, but, but that's I mean but somehow some, for some reason I would think god that must be really really difficult I just I think the whole thing is really enchanting I'm surprised it's on at 6pm that seems quite late for me
0: Oh really? Yeah. It's Christmas I Eve. Kids, kids I are suppose up, aren't they'll mate? be they'll be up. Yeah, they'll
2: be up later. There's a lot of good messages in this, and what's what I really liked about this is messages about bullying. There's messages about acceptance. There's messages about overcoming your fears. It's a really lovely way to start Christmas off with your family, and it's really funny. It is
0: really, really, funny, really funny. Yeah. And there's I've stuff been, for adults on. as well, yeah, actually,
1: because you know that character Charlie Jacob you mentioned earlier. So he's kind of like this. Ridiculously chirpy um, advocate for healthy eating, who's obviously Jamie Oliver type character, Mm. which is really Really funny. But also, there's references to like um, films that adults would be aware of. So, like, there's a scene that they're recreating the ghost scene with Sheridan and David kneading (laughs) rat meat on on a wheel to
2: like the pottery scene. But that is what I think the most skilled children's writers, and even you get this with stuff like, and it sounds silly, but you get this with stuff like Peppa Pig, the most skilled. Uh, children's authors will be able to write on a level that is hilarious to children and also hilarious to adults and that's what i think david williams is just like head and shoulders above everybody else yeah
0: that, cuz that's the thing for me is the genius of it is, is that these are absolutely aimed at children and you know your nieces nieces are the like key ages that they're aimed at mm. i think probably Eight but and ten? they're genuinely yeah funny for adults as well like I always you know it's just because they are so smart and witty it's, and because yeah. he is dealing and I think it is the kind of that they're quite edgy you know that there are really nasty things going on that he celebrates in that Roald Dahl well I keep going, talking about Roald Dahl but it, it's, it, he, he is his he admits I think it's choice. impossible to talk yeah, about David Williams as a writer exactly. without mentioning him. Um, so, it's a, it's, 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 the tone of it is, is quite dark and horrible, but incredibly funny at the same time. Yeah. And then really sweet and moving at certain key moments as well. So, yeah, I think it's. it's I was trying to find the name for the last while you've been talking, I've been trying, desperately trying to find the name of the boy who plays the best friend because I think oh, he is he's fantastic. He's really good, yeah. He's so good, isn't it? As, as the kind of like, you know, quite posh, kind of funny, lovable best friend. I think he's really good. What was I his can't name? find his name. Oh, fine. <laughs> Apologies.
1: Um, name. I'm really happy because Raj, now Raj is, as any Williams oh. fan knows, Raj appears in every yes. single book as the sweet-natured, funny news agent. I'm so happy he's in it. He's. Yeah. I don't know who plays him. He's really good. Also, and we mentioned him on a pod a long, long time ago, Burnside from The Bill is in it.
0: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Chris Ellison. Yeah. He's yeah. in there. He's in
1: this as a landlord. And he's... Real and he's life a life artist. Yes. And yes. he's fantastic.
2: Oh, good point. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, actually, Raj, the shopkeeper... Is wonderful character. He is. I mean, I I haven't seen any other of David Williams' um, adaptations, and also haven't read any of the books. But I was really, I fell completely in love with that. uh, Oh, he's a he's a recurring character, and he's on. George is played
0: by Harish Patel. I just love the way that you can kind of,
2: like, from from from, even from my childhood, it you kind of like all the little anecdotes of shopkeepers and things like that. They all come into it, and it's really it's drawn very well.
0: Absolutely, and the little friend who I think is played by George Kent.
2: Uh, <laughs> a lot of good messages, a lot of good messages in this, I think. A lot
0: for of good young messages. people. Exactly.
2: Yeah, because exactly because the character that is bullying Zoe yeah. is actually being bullied bullied herself. So that's And that. it's just a fun caper as well. It's a
0: caper. Oh good word. Caper. Yeah, And Sarah Hadland's in it, of course she yeah. Sarah oh. from, she's very good, she's good. As the cop. Anyway, how many stars are we giving it, Kay?
2: I'm giving four and a half stars. I'm also gonna go four and a half.
0: I'm gonna go four five.
2: Good for you. Yeah. You set sa- you of, now you're GFY kind of. flag to the mast.
0: Now then, I think it's fair to say that the flagship drama this festive season, new drama, you know, there's obviously there's classics that get, you know, special episodes, Dr. and this, that, and the other. But the brand new drama, The Miniaturist, is in two parts, starting on Boxing Day and concluding the following night. And it kicks off with a feature length episode, doesn't it, Steph?
2: Well, <laughs> I, as I found out, yeah. Boyd told me, Pogs, people on the ground are lovely listeners. I had to watch everything last night, and Boyd gave me the running times of everything, which were grossly underestimated, and I had to add on an hour and a half to all mine.
0: I did forget that the the miniature was feature length because 94
2: um, minutes, everyone.
0: Apologies. For the Kay first I, episode. Kay and I went to the screening of it and it kind of mm. wasn't really clear how long it would be and we just kind of immersed ourselves We just went in into a it. dark yeah. room and we, came, exactly. and we emerged. We often do. Yeah. But also Kay's and
2: already, did, <laughs> Kay's read the book.
0: I know, I was going to say, I'm, I'm completely letting Kay kick yeah. this one off because you are, let me say, one of the world's biggest fans of this book, aren't you?
1: <laughs> I am. I read it at the beginning of the year knowing this was going to come out and um, the book is beautifully written and, well, you'll see when we sum it up, but... The show doesn't disappoint, but... Okay, so the main character is called Nella, and she's an 18-year-old girl who has an arranged marriage with this wealthy merchant called Johannes. And um, she arrives in Amsterdam, and life isn't as it seems. You know, she thinks she's going to be entering into this very uh, loving relationship, and he is loving, but it's just different to how she imagined because on arrival, she finds that she... The house has already been run by his very dominant puritanical sister um, called Marin, who's played by Romola Garay. yeah. Who I think was in, what was it? The Hour and Atonement. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, all those things, all those good things. And um, they've got two uh, um, servants. <laughs> sorry, Stess makes me laugh. Two servants. And um, the wedding gift that Johannes gets her is this doll's house, um, which a miniaturist keeps on sending her random seemingly random gifts for it, which she unsolicited. It's so elaborate. she asks him at first, though. She starts the ball. She gets she the ball does. Okay, him. yeah, she asks for a couple of things, but then packages just keep on arriving, and they seem to have prophetic qualities because everything that she's getting seems to come true.
0: The house, the doll's house, is a exact, elaborate replica, replica yes. of the house they're yes, living yes, in. Yes. And the, this mystery miniature, so we don't know who it is, is mm. local.
2: But it might Surprise. be that woman who keeps following around who looks like she's some Scottish widow's advert. <laughs> it in might that be, yeah, we she might does be we look know. that woman. It's yeah. like the Scottish she, widow. She
0: makes replicas of all of the key members of the house doing things. And she is like, she foretells what's going on, the key yeah. things that are happening in their, in their lives. It is spooky and weird. And at the same time, you've got this very gothic. It's like Rebecca, isn't it? The classic mm. Rebecca yeah, where The is, outsider arriving in the house, the housekeeper, in this case, the sister is terrifying and was really mean to her. The rest of the staff are quite mean to her, which is really weird. And you kind of don't know, how, how can these... How can the staff be mean to the woman of the house who is married oh. to the guy and what's his? he's got all well, kinds of things going on. It is it is very like Daphne old DeMaurish. school Daphne Du Maurier. I know,
2: but I think they find her what annoying because she's kind of walking around with a heaving bosom the whole time. Do you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of there's a lot of heaving bosom in this. Did she's you just not got think? bosom. She's she can't yeah, help yeah, heaving them. Bosoms. Yeah, Enjoy but her. they're always heaving. she's always. Because she's breathing. Well, yeah. just, <laughs> you folks, you decide.
0: We should say that the main Nella, the main character, is played by Anya Taylor Joy, who is one of the rising stars. Because she was in the Witch. Did you see The Witch, the brilliant indie horror film It was no, fantastic? I didn't. And she was in that, which came out last year, I think, or the year before. And it was such an incredible, kind of interesting film that it immediately turned to be an overnight star. And she's fantastic in this, isn't she? Again. Oh
1: my god, she's I think the sky. complete Wonderful. stand-up though is Romola. Yes. She is oh. incredible as Marin. Um and everything she's able to convey, like not just with her with her expressions, the unsaid for her, I think is more powerful mm. even mm. than. Um, the speech but, but was,
0: as as our uh, book expert mm-hmm. what is, does it capture what, what was so what did you love about the book and so does so this capture what you love about the book
1: yeah it was so beautifully um, written and evocative of that time mm. and I think that obviously comes across 16, like
0: 1686 in Amsterdam absolutely yeah. that's
1: a particular yeah. vintage year I think I November. November yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: funnily no. enough can I just say I was describing this show to um, uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special screening I was describing this I was, a bit, I was asked by um, Stephen Moffat's lovely wife what well, to look forward to at Christmas and sell oh, the miniature which is really good. And I said it's set in like nineteenth century Amsterdam. <laughs> it's like three hundred uh, years out. Carry on. Oh
1: dear, no, 1630, uh, 1686. What a um, doofus. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I think it's and it's very atmospheric. Yes. And I think all well, the characters they're very like well rounded and like you feel so sorry for this Nella who's just thought she, you know she had this um, amazing life ahead of her and actually it's quite traumatic and stressful. But um, what's interesting is so I've watched the second episode. Oh. And I think... I mean, Pogs, if you've read this, because I read it at the beginning of the year, but I also have a terrible memory, but I think they might have added a scene in that wasn't in the Uh book where she actually meets the miniaturist. Ooh. So, Ooh. in the first Double episode, o. because in the book, she does catch a glimpse of who she thinks is the miniaturist, and right. we saw that in the first episode. Right. Scottish Widow's person. Scottish, Scottish Widow's, Widows person. person. She thinks the Scottish Widow's person is she the miniaturist. She thinks that, right? Miniaturist. And I think from reading the book, but I maybe I just like, you know, sometimes when you're reading very fast, you may, but I just, I don't think she think ever would met. be
2: too big Never say that. No, it's quite no, possible. Say yeah, it's scene, quite possible. Know, I either. just said Maybe,
0: that. maybe, you know, for... For, for the second, for the podcast we're going for the new year, check. Okay, I will you check. I check did No, us. I did
1: Google check. it a few times, yeah. but I couldn't... Or
0: maybe if you tweet it and, you know... Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm right,
1: no, what I'm saying, Pogs, get in touch. Oh, if you and you think that okay. she does have this, but if not, they've added it in. And I have to say, actually, usually I'm a real purist when a book's, you know, that ad- adaptation, that if they change it too much or they add stuff, but I have to say, for TV viewers, I don't think you could left leave it without meeting the miniaturist mm-hmm. because it would just be too...
2: I was I was kind of kicking myself for not having read this book, you know. I'm not a big reader, guys. But you should read you, but it. you said it was really good. But now I just I really loved this first episode so much that I was and I just cannot wait to get home to like watch the second episode. So I really want to know what happens. But I just um, there was one thing that happens in this first episode that was particularly was particularly distressing to me, and I wish I hadn't seen with my eyes. Oh. I think we all know. I'm going to do an impression of what happens. Okay. I'm doing it now. See, we'll remember oh, what yeah, happens? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. A, all I'm saying a, is there's yes. a real kind of RSPCA a type moment. situation.
0: Oh, no, no spoilers. There's a disturbing. She's moment. has
2: got a parrot. She's got hey. uh, yeah, yeah.
0: she, a shout, yeah. There are multiple animals featured, yeah. But um, Steph,
1: even though, you've w- even though you've watched it, I really w- urge you to go and read the book. And everyone listening, actually, read the book. It's really good if you've got a book club, actually. It'll be a perfect book to discuss. There's so good don't themes. So many It like after you've watched and it on television, you can go back and read the book. Yeah, you can. If, if something's good, something's good. And actually, but what if you know, someone's they have to, lazy, edit, lazy, they have like to edit. You <laughs> have to edit down like a book, don't you, to be on TV? You can't include everything. You should definitely go and read it.
0: The ultimate word, I think, is sacrifice.
2: The theme of the show, sacrifice. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, but uh, Romola is... The, s- the star which I thought they were so all
0: brilliant though I thought down to th- I thought the, the other um, servants were brilliant mm. um, I thought that um, Johannes was great and I think but I, I think Alan Taylor Ch- is perfectly cast I mean I haven't read the book but to me as this kind of innocent but not oh she's beautiful she's, in, she's, an, she's so innocent feisty but Coming really of age, she doesn't know like... why all these people mm. are being so horrible to her and her and I thought her response because sometimes in these things you think why is Rebecca and Rebecca you know in the in the brilliant one films my favourite films why isn't she being more active she's very passive why isn't she why is in this it's like that's happening, but she's dealing with it. Yeah, it's how she someone was, would react. Yeah, she's yeah. not taking any shit from no, these effing not. bastards. No, no, no. And I thought that was brilliantly done. Yeah. And so even though it's in set in the sixteen hundreds or whatever, you believe that she would. Behave the yeah, way absolutely. she does. Absolutely. So did. I and I thought it was rivetingly beautifully filmed. Wonderful. Fantastic um production design of this house. Yeah, and yeah the, and I want to know thing. who
2: actually makes those miniature well, things. at the screen we went to we there was a real them.
0: miniaturist there. You,
2: the person who actually made yes. those things. Yes. Oh, yes. What a talent. It, this this yeah. house is based on like this
1: exists in the museum in Amsterdam. So oh. that's how the author, Jessie, got, got the um got the idea. She saw this and she's like, I know what would happen if and then she uh, made this fictional tale around it. I
2: have to say, the only thing I didn't I was really distracted by this whole selling of the the sugar thing, which I know is a central <laughs> thing. But right, basically, so um, Johannes Brandt is a is a merchant and he has to keep going to off to try and... They, he's been given a load of sugar by a wealthy couple and they were like, can you sell the sugar for us? And I just found that a little bit annoying. No, it's important. It's important. Story.
0: But it's, I know what you mean because you think, why they are they going about sugar so much? But it, they do talk about It's sugar. giving you a you, very solid sugar basis okay. for... But the, you don't um, find out the
2: reason why. Econo- no, but,
0: but it's all about the economics of mm. the situation that they, he has to do certain things to keep his business going. And whether and, he's willing to do it yeah, or not. And a lot of the character interrelations yeah, and the double sugar. crossing and all that is built around this sugar. I oh, you
1: know, Steph, but the sugar is in sugar like, sugar's one sugar of your favourite things. Well, I this can't is believe you're not into So it. I
2: was like, the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking about Terry's chocolate orange. It was really disturbing.
0: <laughs> very Steph, very Steph. Uh, very Steph takeaway <laughs> yeah. from the miniaturist. <laughs> Only Steph will take that away from watching It was excellent though. I really loved it. Do you know what it slightly reminded me of? Before we give our star ratings, mm. one of my favourite *Hunderby*. You know the Julia Davis, yeah, yeah, which oh. is that also was very much a kind of Daphne du Maurier-esque played for laughs, yeah, you the have... the the the, the, um, the innocent invading this house, and she was Julia Davis's character was the evil. And I, I thought in a way Romola Garai. I thought, have you watched Julia Davis? Because you, there was a bit of her in that, and mm. it, it's fu- it's brilliantly funny when it's played for laughs in *Hunderby*. I think a double bill, this and *Hunderby*, one after the other, would be hilarious.
2: Oh, that's it, and loved I loved it though. It's I brilliant. don't like it when it's, when you are watching something serious. And then something funny no, comes it's into fine. your mind. It's absolutely fine. Oh, okay. Deal
0: with it. All right, um, how many stars are you giving it, Steph?
2: I'm giving this five. I can't oh. wait to go home to watch the second part. I need to know Kay. what happens. Ruddy bloody five from me. Total five for me. I think do, do they sell the sugar? Who knows?
0: The interesting thing about it for me is this is like this is go starts on 20, um, Boxing Day and the 27th, and so it's, it's going to miss out on all the best of the. Year. I think it's one of the best dramas of the. year I Absolutely, so
1: this oh, is yeah. what Crooked House. You know, we were talking last week about oh, the yeah, Agatha Christie yeah, yeah. Channel Five should have been. This is like this is Should've, what we're talking quality drama.
0: Yeah. House. Don't miss it. The Miniaturist, as we call it. Crooked
2: Performances.
0: BBC One, Boxing Day, 9 o'clock. Then, um, a few days later, crank up your Netflix, everyone, because <gasps> all six That's episodes, good noise, of season four of Charlie Brooker's Black Mirror drops all together. And we, I, I'm a huge big fan of Black Mirror. We mentioned it last week, and um, oh, you, you were furious oh, about the title Black Mirror. Right. John, the guru, producer, editor, came up with a brilliant explanation now, hold on a minute. later like, on yeah, about hold why on. it's called Black Mirror. Let me Black just Mirror. explain what
2: happened, okay? So I said to Boyd, <laughs> if you didn't listen last week, I said to Boyd that I didn't watch Black Mirror because I was slightly put off by the title because I thought it was stupid, okay? Which is perfectly The two reasonable. words, Black and Mirror. Yeah, I thought it was stupid, which everyone was like, why yeah, is and it and stupid? Yeah, and then I said, well, what about the tunnel? That doesn't sound exciting. Yeah, and yeah. I said okay to repeat that does sound exciting who's in the let's tunnel what's rehash. in the tunnel where's let's the tunnel the what's F- happened thing. in the tunnel that's Just, exciting yeah, anyway no. <laughs> then John has given are we going to repeat John's explanation because it is very clever well,
0: yeah go on if you can remember it if you well, can it like, well he it. text on the, messaged us so, our, our so we all have it on our, our, WhatsApp our group. digital let's all find okay, it so false. So false. let's so see you can find it first
2: okay so there has been three series of this and this is Charlie Brookers who's won lots He so he's what did he win a Golden Globe for this last year I think so yeah yeah so he writes and he got
0: nominated and he won an Emmy this year
2: yeah okay here you go right sorry so this is the text message we received in our, in our WhatsApp group. Oh, capitals. I meant to say, Black Mirror is a brilliant title. <laughs> it's a reflection on the darkest parts of society. A black mirror, if you will. It's also a comment on technology and how we spend all day, every day glued to our screens or black mirrors, if you will. And then he hasn't highlighted this, but I'm just going to say it. It says, Apologia, Steph. But you're wrong on this one.
0: <laughs> rude, yeah. yeah. And that takes a lot for John to directly accuse yeah, you of being, being wrong. wrong. Yeah. I mean, even Ricky Whittley knows. Yeah,
2: I will, I listen. I won't. I won't repeat what I said to him, but it was, it was strongly rude. worded. But
0: of course, he is right. And yeah. so, um, Black Mirror is this kind of. It's it's like part, isn't it? Yeah, like techno paranoia. Generally, there's like a, some kind of technical kind of sci-fi-ish qualities to them, but not. Always, sometimes They're all, it's thought,
1: all thought-provoking, very all modern preoccupations.
0: So, there, so, six completely individual stories in, in the new series, and I thought uh, we were talking about it. should we all try and watch them all? We can't do that; not enough time, and it, you know, one, two of them are beyond a feature length. Then I thought, should we all watch the same one? So we watched the same one, which is called Crocodile, which is directed by John Hillcote, a very esteemed director. It stars Andrea Riseborough, um, and shall I explain it? It's basically it starts off with these two, uh, this couple. Off their heads in a nightclub. Yeah, it's set in a beautiful environment somewhere in somewhere Scandinavian. It's Iceland. It's, it's very
2: fortitude.
0: Very fortitude. Oh. They're off their heads. They uh, go. They they drive foolishly. They drive away. Don't
2: drink and drive, guys. Don't, Just so you no, know kids. Drug and drive, don't drug they, drive. Yeah. Don't don't substance they, and drive.
0: They, they they kill someone. They kill an innocent person. And they drive the cyclists no less. Cyclists no less. And then it cuts to years later where he's coming back. They've clearly, they've led separate lives. She's now married with kids, got a successful life. He's like a bit of a loser still, but he comes to see her. And he comes to see and says, and reminds her of the whole situation. She gets annoyed with him. I'm now thinking, how much of this, what do I need to say? Not Just much the, more. All you need to one know one more sentence. It, thank you. <laughs> All you need to know is Kiran, Kiran Sonia Sawa plays this, the, the kind of technical element is that we're now in this World where she can tap into people's memories and literally see them on her iPhone or on a little machine to see what people have seen in key incidents. Yeah, in a little chip lines. they
2: For put on. Tri- For insurance purposes. For insurance purposes.
0: Yeah, so she puts She's this little like, chip on yes. the
1: face. And it starts to mind read.
0: Yes. And she's like the mo- she's like a modern future insurance uh, checker, or whatever yeah. they're called, insurance woman. And that's the basis of it. What did we think? So, so you're a fan of The Black Mirror. Have you seen so all you the know, previous do you remember, ones?
2: You'll remember a couple of weeks ago, I said I started watching and Yeah. I did, and I watched, the, I remember I've watched that. one of them. And I thought it was really, really good because I didn't realise they were all isolated things. But I really like Charlie Brooker. And I should I'm stupid, really. I should have watched all of them. I thought this was sensational. It was completely gripping. I felt unnerved. I felt tense. And usually when I watch something that makes me feel really tense, I don't want to know what happens. But Mm. this, I just could not look away from it. Andrea Riseborough is absolutely phenomenal in this role. I mean, she is so stressed throughout the whole thing. And how she maintains her performance the whole way through is just, it's incredible. It's just such a clever, clever story. And the conclusion, which obviously we're not going to give away, it's mind-blowing. It's, good, it's isn't absolutely it? genius, oh, yeah. this thing. You will all love it. I if, think... I, I'd be surprised if you didn't, because it's think so clever and you, original.
0: Yeah, I think you, K-Rib, I think you are a Black Mirror Virgin, weren't you?
1: Yep, Virgin. And you know I'm a bit of a scaredy cat as well, yeah. so
0: to boot. All
2: right. Did you watch it on your own?
1: Well, no,
0: she was sat next to me, and she, every now and then she was like turning away from the screen. No,
1: but I, I was, but it was funny about it, and I think this is like... Oh, I don't know if this is like the social commentary on that, but it's like there's more than one death that happens and as they become desensitized to murder w- I also have become desensitized right. to seeing it so yeah. I think it's maybe the commentary on like how desensitized right. everyone is to it because you by were- the end of it I was like yeah it all seems logical and normal to me I don't know maybe that means I'm a sociopath um, yeah. but
0: I think you are a sociopath yeah oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah and uh, as Steph said the there was a brilliant twist at the end, oh. which I love because something that you c- think at the beginning is so inconsequential—a detail—becomes yeah. so significant. I think it's just genius. It's
0: one of the things, because the other thing, the, the inspirations for Black Mirror are things like *Tales of the Unexpected* and yeah. um, *The Twilight Zone*. Yeah. And *Tales of the Unexpected*, I interviewed—I was lucky enough to interview Charlie Brook and the producer at an event a couple of um, about a month ago—and they were talking about how *Tales of the Unexpected*. Even people, the best ones are ones that had a brilliant twist. Yeah. So now, you know, I was asking, do you feel the pressure to have a twist at the end of it? Because he writes all of these. Sometimes you might. Carry right to be he writes all of them and he was saying you know if if he's got a twist in mind or if a twist occurs to him then he'll plonk it in but he doesn't feel he has to but this does have a great oh, choice. I'm so, and, I'm so jealous
2: <laughs> of someone can be that clever he's so clever it's, because also it's completely as Kay is just alluded to you have got no idea because I was watching, it thinking, "How the hell is this going to end? Yeah. What is right. going to happen?" Yeah, because actually the you're action's going up a... until the last yeah. minute. Like, mm, it's just so, wrap wrap so, so so intense. And then uh, uh, um, I thought, "This they can't. Are they just going to do something really annoying, just like roll the credits, and then you have to think for yourself what might have happened?" But they don't. And no one need, likes to think for themselves. You, I, especially not me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was so to, satisfied. Like, yeah. I do. I need to know yeah. every detail. Yeah. So it, it, you're satisfying. right. In fact,
0: one of the things, um, I, I, one of the best things about the whole phenomenon of Black Mirror is how unpredictable it is. So, because you, you enter each story is completely different, you have no idea what it's going to be about and what, how, where it's going to go. And from scene to scene, it's unpredictable as well. And I think that's brilliant. Can I just quickly mention before we go to our full thing? I've watched most of this series now, and there's one, so there's a couple to mention. One is called USS Callister, which is the one that all the critics are saying is the best one. Okay. I actually think Crocodile's maybe even better, Ooh. but it, that one is, feels like a Star Trek spoof. It's like Ooh. based on a show exactly like Star Trek, and Michaela Cole's in it and Jesse Plemons, but it has a completely bizarre, incredible thing happening as well, which I won't explain because okay. it's kind no, of like about it after away. about half an hour, um, it kind of reveals what's really going on and it's mind-blowing. And also there's Black Museum, which in, in the – so Netflix kind of lists them all. You can watch them in any order you want. Yeah. But Black Museum is the one, if you like, at the end. And Black Museum, believe it or not, is a, a portmanteau story within – a Black Mirror episode. There's four stories oh, within this episode.
1: Whoa.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know if With my going to so just... So, mind-blowingly, he's actually got four separate stories within an episode of Black Mirror, which is within six stories. Is he it good or, or is it too down? smart? It's great. No, it's great. He
2: needs to just have a rest. He's smart for his own good. His brain must just be like... Bah. Yeah,
0: absolutely. The other good
2: thing about the crocodile is that it could be true.
0: Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. yeah.
1: it's
2: like set in the near future. This is definitely going to happen. Mm. I was sort of thinking... Mm, this, this could happen so easily this mm. snowball effect
0: it could I think we're all pretty excited and keen yeah, on uh, Black Mirror how many stars are you giving genius. it Case? it's a five from me five from me I mean it's, all, it's
2: I mean it's a five from me well done Charlie well done you Your parents must be very proud <laughs>
0: <laughs> we picked out um, three shows that we th- you know we picked out three shows that we thought were going to be good and in my opinion they all deserved five stars but let's have a look at what else is on it the, Christmas. There's loads of stuff on at Christmas. I'm going to start because, you know, you two may... I'm you flicking know. through now. Flick through. Have I'm a flick, flick through.
1: through. What, wait, 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 wait. We should first of all say we're flicking through the fantastic
2: double issue of here yes. on sale now at What's All Good that? Retailers. You haven't bought yours yet. Well, <laughs> yeah. pause. Out you go.
0: All I'm going to mention is I've seen the Christmas Doctor Who
2: Oh yes. right! Was it amazing. Day,
0: five thirty. It's not only is it Peter Capaldi's last episode.
2: That's what's is it? It's is Stephen Pearl? Moffat's last
0: episode. It's oh. Pearl Mackie's last episode. And we thought she died in the previous one. But she she pops back in to to take her role in it. Um, not only that, you get the return of the first ever Doctor, played by the great David Bradley, channeling William Hartnell, who was the first Doctor. It's mind-blowingly incredibly enjoyable and unbelievably moving. There's a whole First World War thing going on as well because Mark Gatiss plays a World War I captain. And what happens to him and how that plays out in the end is unbelievably moving. So if you think Doctor Who is all about, you know, silly sci-fi and Daleks and that. No. It's really yes. beautiful, this episode. And what they didn't show, so even though we went to the screening and they showed it on a huge IMAX screen and there are lots of MPs and important people there, they didn't show the transformation into... Jodie Whittaker. Hold on
2: a minute. Did You just said no there were lots one... of MPs. Yeah, this
0: is like a big BBC event every year where they well, invite MPs and important people. Important people. Yeah, I
2: think MPs should be doing. Well, They've some got MPs other to things to sort out the but, country. So I've
0: seen the whole thing and it is brilliant. But no one in the world, apart from obviously like the people who run the show and make the show, have seen the transformation into Jodie Whittaker. Oh, I How love that. Is that? That's really good. So we all have to tune in at 625 Oh, well, thir- you the you'll
1: all be pogs that day
0: we'll all be people on the ground and journalists everywhere probably furious because they have to work on Christmas day and file their reports on what Jodie I'm sure
1: can. you'll be doing that won't you
0: I'm just going to tweet about it obviously <laughs> Uh, so, I, so I'm picking Doctor Who, Christmas Day. I also wanted to mention also on Christmas Day, at 10.35, 300 years of French and Saunders.
2: Oh, that's what I was going to Oh, I'm pick. sorry. All right. We should have Go consulted. We you can
0: mention that as well, which is a <laughs> celebration of their 30th anniversary, believe it or not, and it's the first new material for years and years and years with the two of them. And It's also a look back. And I also wanted to mention um, Alan Carr, traditional on Christmas Day, Chatty man. He's got Noel Gallagher. That's all you need to know, because oh. Noel Gallagher and Alan Carr are Ledge. two of the funniest, greatest people in the world.
1: Boyd, I'm surprised. Kay. I thought you were going to go for Victoria
2: Wood. I uh, That's I what i did, that's On, what I've no. decided to go for. Do it. Right, okay. Go for Wood. So, our friend, Victoria at Christmas. BBC One, 9.30pm, 23rd of December, guys. Kick your Christmas also off. Right. Also known as... Right,
1: my birthday. Kay's birthday, also, I mean, Saturday. Obviously,
2: I won't be in to watch it because I will be out with Kay <laughs> for her birthday. But, okay, we all love Victoria Wood who doesn't love Victoria Wood I mean nobody everybody loves her so this is basically her greatest moments her greatest comedy moments all put together hosted by the great Anne Reid one of Victoria's long term collaborators absolutely it's going to be one for all the family and also you know let's appreciate Victoria Wood is greatest one of the greatest comics of all time
0: correct anything
1: else Um, can I go to me go to Kay yeah yeah yeah
0: Kay
2: (laughs) I want to talk
1: about first of all Christmas Day um, Christmas EastEnders Oh, come course. on no Christmas is complete without a trip to Walford yeah
0: I mean I'm one of those people who have never watches EastEnders ever but I might actually watch the Christmas one
1: yeah it's going to be good shall I tell you what it's all based around Max Branning and all oh, his okay. lies oh I
0: like him he's an Arsenal fan
2: yeah Guna yeah. exactly the... everyone tune in for that reason
0: only mm.
2: um, how bad a person would you have to be but still be a Guna for you to like get past You do you know what I mean so like if they were a Guna how much does oh, that get you out of being a bad person oh, well famously
0: Osama Bin Laden was ru- rumoured to be an Arsenal fan
2: okay so you like him do you <laughs> no, I didn't right, like him. Okay. No. Well.
0: That was the test. That was the line. He crossed the line. Yeah. Carry on. He
2: really did, didn't he? He did. Naughty boy. EastEnders. Anyway, back to EastEnders. Yeah,
1: um, yeah and basically, it's all going to kick off because Stacey's fa- uh, found her phone and on the oh. phone... Oh! <laughs>
2: What? Well, you know what, Stacey oh. lost her phone. Oh, offended. we offended Kay. No, you what? haven't offended Kay. <laughs> no, no. You've offended all the people who like Extenders. You're no. belittling right now. No, hold on a minute. When did she lose her phone? <laughs> what happened? What? And did she really right. lose I'm it? I'm just relieved the Steph's taking the piss more than I am. No, I want to know um, the circumstances. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tell is you... The, it, hold on. Is it a back-of-the-cab situation? Did someone really steal it? Did she just leave it, leave it in a coat pocket? Was it on the tube? How? What are the circumstances? Just let me know it? when you finish, Chuckles. Oh, okay. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell you the significance of that. So all I say to everyone, if you want to tune in for that, or, hey, listen to this again if you want more sarcasm from Steph, uh, tune in at nine o'clock on Christmas Day
0: that went well um. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: also and this one yes. is for Steph actually I just quickly want to say on Boxing Day um, Little Women is on BBC oh, One ooh. at 8 o'clock and the, Angela Lansbury's Angela. in it yeah Angela, Angela plays David March.
0: to be fair that is probably the other huge big BBC mm. flagship but that's a three-parter isn't it running on consecutive yeah. nights 8 o'clock yeah starting on Boxing Day That is. That so you've got
1: great. Miniaturist at 9 yeah. on BBC One and then you've little got Little Women, women before that at 8 o'clock
0: at 8 anything else you want to mention for yeah
1: just last one have you talked about this radio currently? No, remember. no, right. go for
0: it. Yeah, this is Wednesday,
1: I mean, the 27th of December at nine o'clock. Stop what you're doing, even if you've got a terrible hangover. Make sure you're on the sofa. BBC2 for Alan Partridge. Why, when, where, how, and whom? <laughs> it's going to be epic. Aha! Yeah.
0: Steph, that is, and that basically, it's basically is a, tribute it's a celebration. Him. It's yeah. a celebration with Steve Coogan heavily involved of the whole career of Alan Partridge at the oh. BBC and it's uh, everyone involved everyone who helped create Alan Partridge and work with Alan Amanda Partridge is in it yep. Lynn will be there Dan, Dan will Amanda be there Armando yeah. yeah love that um, song and it will be glorious and of course there will be a whole new series of Alan Partridge on BBC One in the spring Steph
2: do you remember how sad we were when Mel, Sue and Mary Berry weren't together anymore yes, on Bake Off I'm still sad well a Christmas miracle yeah. because Mary Mel and Sue's big Christmas thank you it's like a thank you to to Us really yeah. isn't it, yeah? So basically, it's a bit Annika's challengey actually because, it is. right? So, I wish they'd bring that back. Have they brought that back yet?
0: I think it's on its way, isn't it? It's on its way, yeah. Oh, I think Annika's challenge, famously, herself, right? Annika oh.
2: Catherine's Jones's best friend, but that's a whole other thing. What, yeah, it's true. We'll talk about that later. So, picture this South Wales, okay? The post office <laughs> is closed, the community's downtrodden, okay? Do you know what you need? You need a new community center, you do, you need Mel, you and need Mary. Sue. You need Mary. <laughs> you need to come together and rejoice about Christmas. And I'll show you what, that's what happens in this wonderful show at 7 p.m. on Christmas Eve. Could I just Eve.
0: say I've watched some of this show when I was because I, I re- wrote the preview, is and it, good? it is incredible because it really is like these three, you know, great people, Mel, Mel, Sue, and Mary, are. they surprised. There's people who are setting up this community centre, so it is going to be a tearjerker. It's a total tearjerker. Yeah, tears will be shed.
2: Who's your favourite out of Mel, Sue, and Mary?
0: Sue. Oh, mine's mine's I've it. known you Sue. You didn't
2: even. You didn't. Yeah, even because leave. I've mine's known Mel.
0: Oh, I've been. Intervie- i Mary. I've known Sue for quite a long time and interviewed her many times. And she's she's a, she's fantastic. She's a treasure. She's a treasure. Yeah, treasure. Um,
1: before we move on, are we moving on or are we no? Doing, please, are we still um, still. I'm just would like.
0: You're the one who has to leave soon to go for an appointment, so you know you can <laughs> do what you how you like, Kay.
1: Um, I would just like. Minute. Steph, to issue apology <laughs> to all the EastEnders <laughs> fans out
2: there.
0: About making, making yeah, fun of the, the phone what? storyline. All right,
2: let's do a bit of housekeeping, okay? Sorry about Stacey's stupid phone. I'm firstly sorry she lost it. I'm even more sorry she found it. And also, do you know what? At the end of the last episode, when we talked about Judy Dench, I made a huge blunder, which I cannot believe nobody's picked up on. Go on. So when we were talking about our friend like Judy section. did email in. This is well, like the
0: apologies... Do you know what I said? And I'm yeah. so sorry
2: to Joe Wright, because I know he listens all the time. I said about Joe Wright. Oh, yeah, the Jane Eyre remake, which it wasn't the Jane it was Pride and Prejudice, of course. Of course it was. I knew that what at the time. I forgot to what a dick. You forgot you. to Wait, a but minute, you're mate. acknowledging you're yeah. a dick about that, but not about the... No one cares thing. about Stacey's father Let's Fine. not end it on okay.
0: a sour note, because I'm going to finally oh. you mention know, the other... ITV's big drama on Christmas Day night, is Victoria? They've got a future in Victoria, and of course you see my favourite Albert is going to invent. <laughs> he's going to invent Christmas, pretty much. Oh. He's going to give a Christmas tree to all the little kiddies, oh. and it, 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 he he invented Christmas basically. How we how we have it now? He, he did. That's yeah. true. All, the things, all the things jokes aside. Jokes aside, all the things yeah. we do—Christmas trees and baubles—he invented, all right, all all beat, he invented the bauble. I mean, I don't know if technically that's true, but in my <laughs> now, mind it is.
2: He is a treasure. He is he a really treasure. Is. So yeah,
0: two hours, two effing hours of Victoria at nine o'clock wow. on Christmas Day. On ITV. I think we have summed up Christmas television between us.
2: Yeah. And we've cobbled it together, yeah. Particularly
0: EastEnders. Yeah. And... Um, take the us.
2: phone. Ooh.
0: And we will be back. We're going to be back next week, aren't we? Yeah. Boxing Day, I think, is the episode will yeah. come out with any luck.
1: Maybe well, if look, our falling have out
0: an sir, an have an amazing Christmas. Have Christmas, everyone. I hope
2: you don't lose your phone. Yeah. And, you know? and
0: we're going to do a New Year <laughs> So we're going to look at all the shows for the new year and we're going to do our, our look back on our favourite things of the year in television and maybe even pop culture because we always say that it's about pop culture. Maybe you have some, one final message? Yes, like
1: because our reviews total on iTunes... And Whoa. Wanted- Drum roll, hold on. on. Here we go. Ready? It's fifty-four, right? So wow. we've gone up by like, two reviews. John, don't look like that. It's fine. We said we were going to get sixty. We aim to get sixty. There's still time. We if re- you want
0: to give Kay the uh, biggest Christmas present of all, yeah. or birthday because it's a birthday on the twenty-third. Yeah. Then please do rate and review. Do you know what? It.
1: If oh, we get indeed, sixty, a gift. Yeah. if we get sixty, and this won't mean anything to anyone other than to me because I'll be the one to benefit, but I will get Netflix.
2: We get sixty, and then you Hold lot on. will never have to listen to me say <laughs> so I don't have Netflix again. You get sixty, you will give yourself seven ninety nine extra. Yeah, it's not
1: about the money. I discussed this before. Okay, What's it's, what it's about it's too about too many tr- too many options oh, Jesus. to view. Oh God, well. She can't. Be anyway, we've got two brilliant <laughs> reviews. Um, one from Diddy B sixty four, who um, actually says we make a long taxi shift a doddle and. Specifically, nice one, Boyd. Oh, God,
2: so like and the best.
1: also, Thanks, we've got man. one from Ricky 66, who I think we actually is one of our friends what? from IT. Rich Perry, the legend, oh, um, yeah. and says, um, "Keep it up, guys." So
2: Fantastic.
0: thank you. We will keep it up.
2: We we will, but Kay won't. Well, Kay will if she gets her back sorted.
0: Happy Christmas, everyone.
2: Bye. Well, it's a goodbye for me. It's actually, a goodbye for it me. We, it's how it's we. It's a goodbye for me and oh. Happy Christmas, everyone.
0: Yeah. And it's a goodbye from.
2: It's a goodbye from me. Kay
1: said it before, but I'll say it again. Bye bye.